Well, I don't know whether you want to call them pandemic pounds. Maybe just uh, getting back into the swing of things. Can, can we just cut to the chase right here? In many ways, a lot of us have just gotten plain old fat. I mean, if you want to talk about the obesity rates coming out of a pandemic, I don't even want to tell you about the childhood obesity rates. It'll scare the life out of you. Bottom line is, it's always a great time to talk about putting together a fitness plan. But if there's anything that we've all learned, anything talking about this stuff for so long is you got to walk the talk, right? It, it wouldn't no matter what it is we're trying to get the family, the kids as a parent to, to get involved with. You have to come at it with some credibility. So what's the best way to do it? How do you actually start it with a family fitness program? Boy, did I find the guy to talk to about this. Doug Setter is a busy dude, but he's, a, uh, he's an author. He's a certified fitness instructor. Listen to this background, though. He's a paratrooper. He's been a champion competitive kickboxer in Hong Kong and Canada. His latest book is Fit Femme After 50, but I think it applies to everybody. Doug, you're a busy guy, like I said, so thanks for your time. I appreciate it. Oh, no problem, Bill. I'm glad to be here. I think it's a common challenge, though. I'm hearing it from so many people. You know, just doing this podcast, obviously, you hear from a lot of parents, right? In the same situation, whether they have teenage girls like I do or even older kids, you know? Maybe they got a family living together or very, very young kids. One of the biggest challenges is trying to, A... For us, even as adults, trying to get off the couch and, you know, get back into the swing of things, but then to try to motivate somebody else. But I think pretty much you're living proof you can do it, though, right? Oh, yeah. It's, you know, I find that the, the, I, I work in these micro workouts. And in the case of my 12 year old daughter, she refuses to do so many things. Right. Oh, not a problem. <laughs> Guess what? <laughs> We're parking a little further away from the mall. You know? You're right, right, exactly. It's where you don't even think it's a workout, but you're doing the you're actually getting some leg work in there. I've got the I've got a similar thing where um having two teenage kids, one of them is incredibly physically active. Never had to worry for a second that she would, you know, uh, be out of shape, whatever it is, because she's a dancer. The other one, just not too interested in that for now. But I think that's something that can change as they go through life. Just you know, everybody's an individual. It it can change. Oh, for sure. I, I found people that uh, I've, I've trained a lot of army recruits and there's someone, some people are just good at certain things. Mm. I mean, I, I have a friend of mine, he works security over in uh, Iraq and, you know, no team sports, no, uh, you know, he refuses to go to the gym. And, but the son of a gun is, is incredibly fit, but he just does his own thing. And it just, you know what? People find their, their, their niche, if you will, and the way they go. For the people that can snap right back into it and would surprise you with their physical ability, is that do they have an easier time getting off the couch, or is that not working the motivation at all? I think it ties in with. Uh, it's interesting. I I, I interviewed a, a bunch of guys in their fifties from different backgrounds, and they they just to them it's a sense of pride. Sure. Like I know a fire yeah firefighter up in uh, the Yukon there. He said, "No, I, my shoulder hurts. I work the rest of my body." Uh, wow. You know, a friend of mine he shattered his ankle, and now he's a second degree black belt in Aikido. He just in his brain it's. He has to be shaped. He has to be in shape. Where do you start, though? Because I bet, I bet you a dollar. There's a lot of families, a lot of parents listening right now. They don't even know where to start if they take on this concept of getting the entire family to do something at once. How do you? Is it is it better to start with those small micro goals? It, exactly, because then you slide into it. It's it's like next thing you know, you're doing it. Case in point, I recruit one time. He says, "Sergeant, I can't breathe," and I said, "Well, we talked about it for ten minutes." Huh. So we're walking along carrying heavy packs, eh? And I go, well, look back there. How far are you going? Yeah. And we've been talking for 10 minutes. He goes, yeah. So what does I tell you? Oh, I guess I can breathe. Yes, you can. <laughs> hey, keep going. Right. <laughs> I try to just do something small. Like you said, we're going for a walk. We're going to the corner. Oh, by the way, try this. Mm. 
Oh, really? Yeah, no, try this, try this. And next thing you know, you're, you're engaged. I call a five minute rule. It works for me because I'm not always motivated. And I tell myself five minutes, oh. okay, five minutes. I can walk to the, you know, the block. I can start doing pushups, scrub the toilet for five minutes. Right. And usually, usually that momentum gets you going. It's usually the start that stops most people. You've applied this too to uh, your latest book is uh, Fit Fem After Fifty. I believe I got the title right there, and that applies to yeah. a lot of moms, you know, who want to get going too, and they understand the whole concept. Got to get you know, listen. If I want yeah. these kids to get in shape, and I want them to have at least some sort of like an understanding of physical health, you know, to be able to do that. I got to get yeah. in shape myself. Do you do, do you apply the same principle in this book to do the same thing just to get people started? De- definitely. Definitely. I mentioned that in my other book too, called Flat Gut After 50. It's, yeah, you, you get that momentum. You get, you have to have a good why. And for crying out loud, please put the the, the scale away. Just mm. forget about that. You know, check your belt loop maybe. But I, if you, if you can walk, run 10 miles, I guarantee you're going to have a change. So you think of performance. And, and I found that the same thing when I was, uh, you know, 98 pound weekly. I found, I finally stopped trying to measure my arms, my chest. I yeah. just stuck to the workout and the time I could bench press over my body weight. Oh, guess what? I put on like 20, 30 pounds of muscle. So it's, it's, it's kind of like chasing butterflies. You know, you, you, you let it alone, you go do your work, then the butterfly comes and lands on you. How do you start? How do you measure progress or how do you even know where you are when you begin? Like, what's the measurement? Uh, good point. I like the baseline. And I'll tell you the two the real hard and fast ones is the waist hip measurement is your waist bigger than your hips. And I'm not, I know there's people who are incredibly fit who don't meet that, but that's one. And the other one, this one catches a lot of people. Can you stand up from the sitting position? Yeah. Can yeah. you sit on the ground cross leg and stand up? The sit rise test, they call it. Just right now, where I'm at now. How far can I run? How many push-ups can I do? Just some kind of baseline, some anything. And then I like to make little marks on my calendar, and I and every now and give myself a test run. Like, oh, okay, I am a little further than I was before. But you have some kind of sense of of progress. Otherwise, you get this this hang up with with perfectionism. Mm-hmm. And and you got to be you got to be an Olympic athlete, or you're a complete failure. You know, or you have to be the next cover of GQ <laughs> or complete. <laughs> You know, and, and and I noticed this. I'm talking to people and listening. But no, 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 hold on, hold on. We're 40, we're 50. It's cool. Let's just get out there and have a good time. Is that the focus on fun that every good motivator always talks about too? Because it's like, let's say you're, you want to measure the progress, you know, with the kids and the family fitness program, it's going well, but is it something you want to put yeah. on a wall and chart it or, or most, even younger people going to go, oh God, it's like I'm getting graded again. Should you even try it? Or should, is that something you should track privately? That's a good point. You know, I, I, I like putting it in front of me personally, mm. but, uh, I would, I would log it somewhere because later on, even when people are kind of losing their momentum, so well, wait a minute, wait a minute, you know, we didn't walk five miles a day. However, look at this, this month we did this many, we did this, 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 so we're still making progress. And I, I like to keep that, you know, somewhere written down, but you're right. It's funny. I, I tried that with a, a kid's class <laughs> and they were just, it really didn't, give much motivation at all. So. <laughs> they, just, they just want to remember the activity while they're doing it, right? You know, they don't want to see the numbers exactly. Yeah, well, that, that comes into making it, adding, you know, there's a thing called the pre-MAC principle and you want to make, you want to link it with something enjoyable. So obviously if I'm having a social time, I'm working with a rowing team together, I'm having a good time, it, it programs in my brain it's not bitter medicine. You know, on those cold, wet days where I have to train mm. inside, I try to give myself 
you know, I'll even pay myself sometimes. I know it sounds funny, but I'll even give myself a couple of bucks. That's so, no, no, that's, you know what? That's brilliant, know. Doug, actually. And I was going to, it was written down in my notes. You're like a, a, a clairvoyant here. Is it worth it to give kids rewards for the physical activity? Or because I know a lot of parents, I got a friend of mine that does the same thing. He'll say, no, the reward is doing the activity. Like what works out best? Yeah. I, you know what? If that doesn't work, uh, follow up. Cause at the end of the, you know, end of the activity, like I took my daughter running around the track one time and all oh, that was drama. <laughs> but in the end, okay, we went down to a store, looked at clothes because she loves doing that, and it wasn't. It's something small yes. at the end of it. Yes. You know, and, and I do the same thing when I'm writing. I, I you know, I have a piece of dark chocolate there, and I, okay, you finished four pages, you can have that chocolate, and and, and you got to give program your mind that it's going to be good, or I do enjoy it. And it's not bitter medicine because then it just, you lose momentum. Let me ask you this before we wrap up, Doug. This goes to uh, sure. the, the kickboxing side of you. This is near and dear to my heart because I know the workouts. I understand it. I understand the oh. mental toughness you have. I've thought for years, and I started thinking this when we started doing a, a parenting podcast. You know, we talk about a bullying problem. You talk about exactly what oh, we Oh, yeah. Or, exa- or exactly yeah. what we say today. Kids are, you know, out of shape, and we know that. We look and look at the childhood obesity rates. Well, just throwing this out there, what would you think about the idea in national education programs where we can skip uh, climbing the ropes for a gym class or playing, uh, you know, playing uh, tag or something? Why don't we just teach kids that kind of physical fitness like kickboxing and self-defense? Wouldn't that take care of all kinds of problems? I, I agree totally. It's uh, it's I remember as an exchange trip in Japan, the martial arts are part of the school. I think it's a really good thing. I think it's great because uh, a lot of individual kids don't have the money, the time, whatever, for some of these more expensive sports. That's true. And right. let's face it: if you go, if if you got that attitude, you have a whole bunch of uh, martial art trained kids. It's like you know, uh, well, if you get into it, it's they're going to pay, right? And right. Plus, plus you're also self disciplined. That's what I like. I mean, I I've seen kids, I've trained kids in kickboxing, and it's so awesome to see them. They get that look of determination. They walk straighter. They're a little more self-confident. You know, they feel good about themselves. And and uh, I'm all over that. I think that's. I think we got to really up our our fitness in our schools. That's exactly you know? right. Just another idea for uh, yeah. family fitness. But you got all kinds of ideas. I'm make sure I got the website right. It's DougSetter.com. Can't get any simpler than that. Yeah. The newer book is uh, okay. Fit Fem After Fifty. Uh, on top of yep. flat gut after 50, which is great, which applies to us, you know, middle-aged parents, but the whole idea for the, uh, for the family fitness plan, I love, but you're, are you on social media too? Where will you find you, Doug? Yeah, you can, you can find me on, uh, the website. You can find me on LinkedIn, still figuring out this, this Instagram and the, uh, <laughs> yeah, I got to really catch up 21st century, but yeah, I'm still there. Yeah. We're in that same boat together. We all are. Trust me. So <laughs> everything you just said is relatable to us <laughs> on social media. Doug Setter, thanks so much for the information. It can be done. Yeah. I think a lot of us got fat. I think a lot of fat families are out there post-pandemic, but we can turn that around with some simple plans. Doug, thanks so much for the time. We will talk to you soon. Sounds good. Thanks, Bill. And most importantly, thank you for finding the Cool Dad Rules. My name is Bill Adams. It's awesome spending time with you and sharing this stuff along. We can do this, parents. Empowering parents is what it's all about. Hey, uh, thanks for downloading the podcast, too, subscribing and sharing that along. And speaking of social media, you can always find us on the Cool Dad Rules Facebook page and Instagram as well. With all that said, we'll talk to you soon.